people, what is your strangest glitch in the Matrix moment that cannot be explained? When my son was about four years old, one night he started hounding me to ring Nana. He had never asked to call her before, so I just put him off for an hour or so and he came back and insisted that I call her. Turns out she was sitting on her lounger experiencing a massive tachycardia event and couldn't breathe. I called an ambulance and met her at the hospital. The same week, she had a pacemaker and defibrillator unit implanted to fix the problems. To this day, I cannot explain what drove him to get me to call, but I'm very glad he did. He doesn't even remember it. I don't know why, for the life of me, but it just took me 20 times to clearly say he doesn't even remember it. This happened to people I know, not me directly. A woman who works with my mom was out doing her grocery shopping one night and ran into me at the supermarket. She told my mom about the encounter the next day and asked why I didn't recognize her as we saw each other once every few weeks when I'd go and help with any heavy lifting at their store. My mom confirmed that it couldn't have been me as I was at home. The woman also mentioned feeling oddly nauseous during the interaction. I was about 16 or 17 at the time. Another woman I know said she didn't know I walked through the park near her home after work. Dumbfounded by her observation, I listened as she explained that she'd seen me every so often after work, walking briskly through a large park, which I do know of but have only driven past, as if I was exercising. She said I walked close by her the previous evening and she was going to speed up to catch up with me and say hello, but as she started to, she began to feel ill, so she slowed down and then sat on a bench for a few minutes. By then, she'd lost sight of me. This happened about three years ago and both occurrences were miles apart. I can't believe I forgot about this, but it happened when I was 20. I was living on campus on the ground floor of a three-story building. There were only 36 people in the building, so I knew everyone by sight at least when this happened. A new guy moved into the third floor. We'd exchanged pleasantries and I knew his name and what floor he lived on, but not much else. I was coming out of the front door one morning and he was coming down the stairs and said, Oh, I just saw your sister going up the stairs. I asked him what he meant and he said, Your sister? She's here all the time. She wears her hair the same as you. I used to change my hair a lot. At the time, it was midway down my back and fire truck red. There was nobody on campus with hair like mine. I noped out and went back inside. You know, it might be hard to accept for some people, because I know we live in a time where everyone likes to think they're a special little snowflake, but some of us just have that face, that body, and even that sense of fashion. You just look like a lot of people. I stopped at a gas station on my way to work one morning. I take out my debit card and take my car keys with me and leave everything in the car. Pay for my stuff and throw my debit card in the metal cup I have in my car. Literally half a second later, I look down and my card is gone. Pulled apart everything trying to look for it and couldn't find it. I go to work and go home to find it sitting on my desk. Double check my bank account to make sure it was the card I used and it was. To this day, I still have no idea what happened. I mean, I can't explain that either really unless, uh... You're a liar. Saw a dude with no face driving a car. No features at all. It was just blank. I did more than just glance at him. I was staring. Just smooth skin and a men's haircut. I've never told anyone because it's so ridiculous sounding and I don't think people would believe me. Probably a rational explanation for it, I suppose, but man, what the hell? Maybe some kind of prankster or whatever, trying to freak people out or something. Or maybe you were doing something you shouldn't have been doing while driving. I've posted this before. But my family go to a garden center near my town every winter. Pretty Christmas lights. Well, this one year, the day before we were supposed to go, I had a dream that on our way, the tire of the car came off and we crashed hard. It was such a horrible graphic dream. My mom's leg had been crushed, my dad stuck, etc. Well, I told my mom in the morning and she joked that she'd check the wheels. She actually must have. She said the car had felt weird and the dream unnerved her. Lo and behold, the tire is loose and needs to be taken to a mechanic. 
mechanic. Really weird experience, especially as I've never had a dream feel so real before. Well, you know what they say, with great power comes great responsibility. Now come over to my house and dream up some winning lottery numbers if you would be so kind. Once I walked into my living room from the hallway, saw my mom in the kitchen pouring a bowl of something fully clothed, important to the story, and said, Hey, what are you doing? She ignored me, put something in the fridge, and walked into her room. I figured she didn't hear me and walked into my room. Not even two minutes later, she walks into my room, soaking wet, in a towel, and tells me she had fallen asleep in the bathtub and had just woken up. Weirdest crap ever. That sounds pretty believable, actually. Year three or four at school in the UK, so I'd have been like seven or something. Anyway, at the end of school, we all had to line up in our year groups in the yard, and we would be led by our teacher to the front of the school and either onto the bus or picked up. The pathway from the back to the front of the school was narrow, so all single file. I was walking along, chatting and laughing with my peers in front and behind of me. Next thing I know, I'm stood on the path, completely alone. The teacher comes running back from around the front of the school and says, Greg! Hurry up! You'll miss the bus! I'd literally missed slash skipped a few minutes of time. I've always remembered it. The answer is simple, my friend. We are nothing more than sleeping slaves. Diavolo is doing whatever he be doing in Italy and using King Crimson all over the goddamn place. But in all seriousness, this has happened to me as well. I've blanked out going from point A to B and had no recollection of my journey to point B. It's something that happens. People just go on automatic sometimes. But it certainly doesn't change how jarring it can be. Not the strangest, but the most recent. Early last month, I went online to pay a bill, like I've done for years. I get to the last page before finishing and the webpage freaks out, with a multitude of display issues before finally receiving an error message. After several attempts to pay, I give up, assuming the site is having issues. I go back two days later and pay my bill, and it goes through normally, with me getting my usual text and email notifying me I paid. I'm very confused a few weeks later when I check my email and find a notice from the company whose bill I paid with a semi-threatening email saying the bill is due that day and do I need to set up a payment plan. I've been dealing with the company for almost a decade and have never been late in paying. I check my credit card account and there's no record of me paying, nor are the text or email I receive still in my records. I pay the bill and chalk it up to a senior moment on my part. Last week, I got my one credit card bill. It says I never paid my last bill, so now I've got that bill to pay plus the interest. I find my previous bill open but with the invoice in place in my living room. Here's why I'm posting. I'm physically disabled and can't drive, and I always pay that credit card bill in person after they messed up my payment years ago. A family member always takes me to my credit union to pay that bill, and like me, he remembers us going down to pay the bill. They say I never paid. He and I even remember a conversation we had on the way to the credit union and going grocery shopping afterwards, but yet the bill is unpaid and the bill is in my possession still. I don't know what to say except that credit card unions can be tricksy little rats. We'll call them rats. In my area, there are apiaries. An old girlfriend and I were driving down a back country road exploring the area and we both saw an old lady in dark clothes tending to a few beehives in an open field not far from the road. Maybe 50 yards or so from the road. She was covered in bees. I slowed down. The bees covered the woman and then the bees all flew away and the lady was gone. There was nowhere she could have vanished to or hid, and we both saw it happen. Answer, that was no little old lady tending that beehive, that was THE PAIN! From Metal Gear Solid 3. 
When I was 23, I went to a week's workshop with uni abroad to Barcelona. The workshop was based in an obscure part of the city, and I always thought I'd never be able to find that area again. Fast forward about 15 years, I score a job in Barcelona. Get off the plane, go to the hotel near my new office, and it's across from said workshop. I work there for three years, and when that job ends, I move country again for about five years. About a month ago, I was invited to an interview for a job, which I'm now in the process for. And guess where the offices are? Yep, around the corner from the workshop workshop that I thought I'd never find again. It's got me wondering if it's coincidence or should I just move to that area until I work out why the universe keeps sending me there. This is probably my favorite one so far. The universe just sending you back to a specific place like in another country regularly is just kind of cool. Woke up one morning, went into the living room, and there was a pile of at least 100 maggots in the middle of the living room. Fat fuckers, too. No idea where they came from, or perhaps more disturbingly, what they had eaten to get that size. Well, that would certainly freak me the hell out if it was the first thing I woke up to in the morning. Wife and I were driving out of Texas to come back home to Ohio. We stop at a gas station in the middle of nowhere. Kind of a run-down little place. Wife goes in while I'm filling up. I finish and pay at the pump and decide to head in and use the restroom real quick. I walk out and the wife is at the checkout paying. Wall up and the guy just starts looking at me and then calls me out by my full name. Lieutenant? Yeah? Your name is Lieutenant Drinks-A-Lot, right? Yeah? Do we know each other? Nope. Then how do you know my name? <laughs> I don't know. Wife and I look at each other and we both get the hell out of there. I don't have a common name. I had never been to that gas station, let alone that town in Texas, ever. Every time my wife and I think about it, we can't explain it. Now, I've never worked a register, but I think that maybe when he paid to fill it up, it may have come up with his name if he paid by card at the pump. So the dude just took a shot in the dark and was like, oh, this is that dude. I don't know how he'd know that he's a lieutenant unless I know that you can get uh, different titles on your debit and credit cards and whatnot. So I don't know if lieutenant is an option that you can have or something. It's the most rational explanation I can come up with. That's for sure. After a bath, I went to put clothes on, blacked out out and work up on the floor, sitting upright against the sink and dressed. I have no idea what happened. I didn't feel sore anywhere like if I had fallen over, and it was as if I sat on the floor and dressed myself while I was unconscious. Felt like 20 minutes had passed, even though the bathroom still had steam in it. Kinda just shrugged it off, but I still think about it. You probably just got up too fast, you silly cow. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm not the kind of person I have a great many friends, but those friends I do keep are sacred to me. So one evening, I'm getting out of a Rotterdam subway to go to my apartment near there when I see an old friend, one I haven't seen in the flesh in a few years, heading into the subway. I call out his name. He turns, waves, and makes this call-me gesture. Then the doors close and subway rides off. Thirty seconds later, my phone rings. It was my friend who told me he'd just seen me get in the normal train he'd used to get home from the bar. Apparently, I had grinned, waved, gestured, call me, the doors shut, and the train drove off. I lived in Rotterdam. He lived in Enstrede. 
Well, 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 looks like more doppelganger shenanigans are afoot. In high school, I remember going to English and the teacher did roll call. She called my name and I raised my hand and said, I'm here. Then she stopped, saying, so he's not here then. My friend and I laughed because I was obviously here. Figured she was messing with me. That night, my mom got a call telling her I wasn't at class today. I was actually marked as absent. I go back to school the next day and tell my friend, Mrs. English teacher actually freaking counted me as absent. And he said, why wouldn't she? Thought to myself, <laughs> you're not funny. But I just let it slide because I thought again I was being messed with. Then one of my friends sits down and asks, you feeling better today? Or were you just playing hooky? I was so confused. Then I go to my first hour and that teacher hands me the work I supposedly missed from that day. I looked in my bag and had the same stuff, guide and assignments already there. To this day, I don't know if I missed that day of school or not. I like to think that the teacher and the students, your friends, were conspiring again you to mess with you really, really badly. About a couple years ago, a friend sent me a video and he asked if I had a lost twin somewhere. It was a video made by amateur actors from the city I used to live in. There was this girl that looks just like me. She talked just like me and her part on the sketch consisted of telling a joke I used to tell at the time. I was freaked out of my mind. For some stupid reason, I deleted that video and I haven't been able to find it anywhere. And God knows I spent an embarrassing number of hours trying to confirm it even existed in the first place. I kept this one in just as an example of a stupid one that I absolutely don't believe. And believe me, there are already a few that I'm like, you know, very skeptical of, but some of them are pretty cool. Senior year of high school, 30-minute lunch. My buddy and I drove all the way from my school to McDonald's, normally about a 10-minute drive, so 20 minutes minimum there and back. But we stopped by my house in between the school and McDonald's. I grab a shirt, change, leave, drive down the street, get into an altercation with a guy who we flipped off for tailgating. A shooty-shooty bang-bang is pulled. We think he was across the street. Looked like a shooty-shooty bang-bang, but who knows? His wife in the passenger seat starts yelling at him, we part ways. Go to McDonald's and order food, eat in the parking lot, decide we are late regardless. We had no access to the time in my car and our phones were in our lockers at school. We also were frequent ditchies or tardy kids. Turns out this all occurred in 18 minutes on the dot. It's freaking impossible, but it happened. My buddy and I still talk about it to this day, saying we went through a wormhole or some crap. Or my Nissan, rest in peace, somehow could time travel or slow down time. Eh, time-traveling Nissan is not nearly as cool as a time-traveling DeLorean. I was at a gas station getting a coffee. I absolutely love gas station coffee, and this was somewhere I always stopped before heading to work. I went to pay for my coffee, and I tapped my card. The lady at the till tells me it was declined. I try inserting it with my pin because maybe my tap wasn't working. The lady said it was declined again. There was no one else in the gas station at that time, so I'm like, hold up, let me check my online banking. Because I'd just gotten paid, and I knew I had money. I go to my online banking, and it says that I paid, I show her the transaction, and she starts insisting that it didn't go through on her end. Like, okay lady, I'm not paying for the same coffee twice. Next day, I go in to grab another coffee, and the lady tells me that I stole the coffee the other night, but doesn't make me pay for it. I am angry because I just got a lecture when I know the money for the coffee came out of my account. I check my online banking later, and there was no transaction for the coffee. Not so much a glitch in reality as it is a glitch in your bank account. Biking back from school one day with a friend and we were talking when suddenly I got a really strange case of deja vu. I remembered the exact moment as if it had happened once before and knew what he was going to say next. Then he said it. Nothing mind-blowing, but more than 14 years later, I still can't explain it. See, I would explain that by saying that the friend was probably talking about something that you're only passively listening to before, but now that you're actually focused and subconsciously aware of what they were talking about before, you kind of knew what they were going to say next.
This happened to me several years ago while I was living in California and working a great job in a downtown coffee house. I loved everything about that job. I worked with fantastic people and our shop was located in the city's historic district in a very old, very beautiful building that had once been a hotel in the 1800s, but had since been converted into apartments, lofts, and of course, the big coffee house on the main floor. Being an early birdie and living only a couple blocks away from the coffee house, I was always scheduled to work the opening shift, which started at 4.15am. It was the most unpopular shift, but it happened to be my absolute favorite one because I loved walking to work in the quiet of the early mornings as the rest of the city was sound asleep. Normally, downtown was quite loud and busy, full of people and constant activity, but in the early hours of the morning, it was still and silent, and I felt as if I was the only person in existence walking through a ghost town. Every day, I arrived 10 or 15 minutes early for my shift and would wait for my manager on the patio outside of the shop. It was always just the two of us working that early shift, and my manager was often running a little bit behind and never arrived before I did. But I didn't mind at all. I liked to spend some time by myself on the patio outside of the darkened shop, gathering my thoughts while I waited for him to walk up with his keys to unlock the door. One morning as I was walking to work and approaching our building, I noticed that the coffee house was brightly lit up as all the lights were already turned on and shining through the store's giant glass windows. I was about 10 minutes early that morning, so I was very surprised to see that my manager had arrived before me and had already started opening up the shop. I walked up to the glass door and pulled on the handle to let myself in, only to find that it was locked shut. That wasn't really unusual, as we often kept the doors of the employee entrance and main entrance locked while we got everything ready for the day, and went through our morning procedures until 5am, which was our official opening time. What was unusual, though, was the sound of music I could clearly hear drifting through the speakers inside the store. This was during the holiday season, so we were playing Christmas music throughout the day, but on this particular morning, I could hear the Christmas music already playing its familiar loop at a rather high volume inside the store. This was during the holiday season, so we were playing Christmas music throughout the day, but we never turned it on until around 9 or so in the morning, out of respect for all of the tenants living in the apartment above us. But on this particular morning, I could hear the Christmas music already playing its familiar loop at a rather high volume inside the store. I thought it was odd, but decided that maybe my manager was just feeling extra festive that day and wanted to listen to some tunes while we worked. I knocked on the employee's entrance door and waited for my manager to come and let me in. I looked through the glass and watched for him. He didn't come, so I knocked again and waited some more. He still didn't appear, so I knocked again and again. I then walked to the main entrance door and tried knocking on those with no luck. I checked my watch and saw that I had five minutes until I needed to clock in. I knocked again, much louder this time, and looked inside through the glass door for any signs of my manager, and that's when I heard the muffled sound of voices coming from the back of the store, where the kitchen of our coffee shop was located. At that quiet, early hour in the morning, every sound seems to be amplified, and what I could distinctly hear was two male voices talking and laughing together. That was very unusual as I had mentioned before, that it was normally just me and my manager who opened up the shop. But I figured someone had probably just needed to pick up an extra shift. I knocked yet again and continued to listen to the sounds coming from the coffee shop. The men kept talking and laughing, loudly. They seemed to be having a really great time. In addition to the music and the talking and the laughter, I began to hear the sound of clanging dishes and also the sprayer of the three-compartment steel kitchen sink being turned on and off, which was very, very unusual, as there would be no dishes to wash before the store 
door had even opened. I was also confused as to why the manager and whoever was with him were in the kitchen in the back of the store because so much of our opening procedures, setting up the pastry cases, brewing the coffee, preparing everything for the espresso machine, were done at the front of the store, where I was waiting to be let inside. At this point, I was getting a bit irritated as I was supposed to start work in just a few minutes and I needed to punch in on our time clock. I hated clocking in late for work. I dug out my phone and dialed my manager's cell number. He didn't pick up, so I dialed the number to our coffee shop instead, and the two phones inside the shop, one in the back office and one up the front by the register, started ringing. Once, twice, three rings and no answer. Now four rings and five. I hung up and I immediately dialed again, annoyed that they were making such a racket in there with the music and all the talking and the laughter that they probably couldn't even hear the phone at all. Just as before, nobody answered. I hung up and redialed the store for a third time. The phone rang and rang and went unanswered, and so I banged on the door yet again to no avail. I looked at my watch, and I was officially late for work. As I was standing in the front of the locked door with my phone against my ear, becoming more and more irritated, I noticed a pair of headlights reflecting in the glass rolling up behind me. I turned around and saw something I did not expect at all. It was my manager. I'm sorry I'm late, he said as he climbed out of the driver's seat and shut his car door and hustled up to the shop's entrance. I tried to get here as fast as I could, he said as he moved towards me and fumbled with his keys trying to find the one to the shop door. You're mad, he said. I can tell. I'm really sorry. Completely confused, I put my phone away and turned to head into the store with him. And that's when I lost my breath for a minute. The coffee shop was totally dark. None of the lights were on, not a single light, and it was dead quiet. The Christmas music had stopped, and so had the voices and laughter. All of the loud noise had disappeared. Every sound I had been listening to just seconds before had suddenly vanished. I promise I'll be here on time tomorrow, my manager said as he fits his key into the lock. I'll even be early. You'll be shocked. Little did he know that I could not possibly be more shocked to see him than I was at that very moment as he opened the door to the silent, completely empty coffee house. Perhaps another individual with a deep love for creative writing. When you subscribe, make sure to hit the bell to turn on notifications. Put the playlist on in the background to finish listening to all the stories. And if you like Am I the Genius, give Am I the Jerk a shot. Linked in the description below.